When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Vaping. Using an electronic cigarette to vaporise a volatile liquid so you can breathe the vapour is growing rapidly. Worldwide, millions of people are doing it, many of them smokers who are using vaping as a less unhealthy alternative to cigarettes. Nicotine-free vape fluid is also big business. But are these liquids really nicotine-free? A team at the Telethon Kids Institute in Perth, Western Australia, bought 10 supposedly nicotine-free e-cigarette liquids and they sent them off for analysis. Katie Haler heard what they found from Alexander Larcombe. We employed a commercial laboratory, completely unbiased. They used a process called gas chromatography mass spectrometry, or GCMS. They squirt in a little bit of this liquid and it runs through a, the machine and at the end of it you get a graph called a chromatogram and from that they can work out what the, the chemical makeup of a substance is. Okay, what did this company find in these liquids? So in terms of nicotine, we've tested 10 liquids and of the 10, four of them were actually nicotine free. In three of them, there were trace levels. I'm talking sort of in the order of less than 0.1% of the uh, the total makeup of the liquid. And in three of them, they're in the range of two to three milligrams per mil, which is kind of at the lower limit of what a, a typical um, e-cigarette user might might use. So how significant is this finding? Nicotine does have health effects, so it's it's obviously addictive. The literature suggests that it's not carcinogenic, so it it's probably doesn't cause cancer, and that's a good thing, obviously. But there are health issues related to nicotine use, particularly in susceptible peoples. For example, if a pregnant mother is smoking, there's a downstream effects on the unborn baby brain development, lung development, all sorts of things. So there are health effects related to nicotine exposure, yes. What about the addiction then? Were the quantities of nicotine your colleagues found, were they enough to actually make someone addicted? That's a very difficult question to answer because the way that people use e-cigarettes is different to how they smoke a traditional cigarette. Even at a low level of sort of two to three milligrams per mil, if if that person is using that liquid in an e-cigarette a lot, vaping frequently for a long period of time, then there is no reason why they wouldn't be getting enough nicotine into their system to become addicted. Why do you think this has happened in the first place if these e-liquids are supposed to be nicotine free? So there's two probable reasons for this. So in Australia, a lot of the e-liquids on the market are imported and they are probably manufactured where nicotine-containing e-liquids are also made. So they might make the nicotine-containing ones one day and then the next day they make the nicotine-free, allegedly, ones without necessarily scrubbing down the equipment in between. So that's where the, the trace uh, levels come from. Another potential reason is that it's placed in there deliberately. Because it's illegal in Australia, there's a little bit of a black market situation going on. And it may be that 
some suppliers are putting nicotine in there um, intentionally. So are there any other health implications? You mentioned that nicotine itself can be harmful. There's the addictive side of things. Was there anything else that they found in these liquids? Yeah, so one chemical that was found in all of the liquids we tested, in fact, it was the only chemical that was found in all of the 10, is a chemical called 2-chlorophenol. It's a chemical that is used in a range of applications, things like disinfectants, pesticides and herbicides, that sort of thing. It kills bugs and things in places where you don't want them to be. It's actually classified as acutely toxic and it's known to uh, irritate the skin if you get it on your skin and it's known to irritate your lungs if you breathe it in and that's exactly what might be happening in this case. So what's it doing in there? Well, Alexander Larcombe, whom you heard there talking to Katie, thinks it could have come from residues of pesticides which are used on plants that are themselves grown to make glycerin, which is a common carrier chemical that is also used in vaping fluids. If you want to read the full story, incidentally, it's in the Medical Journal of Australia this week.